Welcome to the Marketing Channels Podcast, a podcast where I interview experts who specialize in specific areas of marketing, as well as successful business owners in an effort to provide practical marketing guidance for entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brittany Fields, and I use my 10 plus years of marketing experience to guide the conversations that will best help you gain clarity. Thanks for joining and let's get started. Hello and welcome. I am excited today because we have a special guest joining us. His name is Rotimi Kiende, the founder and CEO of Kingdom Branding, an all-in-one design solution for startups, political campaigns, and organizations. From stunning graphics to functional user-friendly web experiences, Kingdom Branding is all about making your vision come alive with unstoppable creativity that includes brand identity, graphic design, photography, web design, packaging, and more. Rotimi prides himself on living a life of purpose, and alongside the growth of Kingdom Branding, he also runs an organization called God Culture, a network of creative leaders passionately using creativity to do good all around the world. Join us as we discuss digital marketing and branding, marketing for authors, and leading with purpose in your business. Let's get started. Rotimi, welcome to the guest chair, and thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you so much, Brittany. So excited to be part of this. Same. So excited to have you here. So let's jump right into Kingdom Branding. So how long have you been in business and why did you start the company and what do you all do? Absolutely. For me, uh, I've always wanted to have my own company. And so mm-hmm. maybe first year that I came into the United States of America, I worked for one year and then I immediately you know, decided I was going to go full time, which was really crazy for mm-hmm. one of my friends and my family at that time. But it was my yeah. decision to just really pursue my own dreams and just go for, you know, what I believed what was what I was called to do. Sure. And, and so I freelanced for a while, um, had numerous projects that I was part of that were really amazing. Uh, but around 2017, I decided that, and this was right after, you know, the Amara campaign and another campaign that I worked on, um, and so that was time for me to just kind of, you know, settle down and build a team. And that's when I started hiring people. And that was really when Kingdom Branding became an actual, you know, company in a sense. Okay. Um, but Kingdom Branding is a, uh, we do brand identity, web development, social media strategy, SEO. And very recently, Brittany, we got into app development, which is phenomenal. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So we started out with just me and now we have a, a team. We have a full stack developer, a lead designer, wow. um, business development lead. Uh, we have someone that does SEO for us and a photographer on, on staff. And, it, uh, you know, it continues to grow. Nice. I like that. I love that new addition. It's rare that you hear app development. So I like that. Yeah. So uh, tell us a bit about your political campaign work. I was, you know, perusing through your website and I was yeah. really, really impressed to see a lot of the work that you've done. And you worked with a, a 2019 Chicago mayoral candidate, Amara mm-hmm. India, I believe I pronounced that right. That's correct. So tell us about the work you did for her can- campaign specifically. Yeah. So a little bit of nostalgia there because it uh-huh. was such a phenomenal time uh, for me. I was creative director for the Amara Enya campaign. Um, she ran for mayor of Chicago. Right. And um, through my role, I, I led the design video digital teams uh, for the campaign. And it was completely grassroots. I mean, we literally didn't have any money at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had to, you know, we, we built a really, really strong, you know, um, community 
of Chicago-based creatives, you know, and they're people that I still work with till today, you know, but it was such a powerful, you know, grassroots campaign on a progressive platform. Um, Amara Annie is a very inspirational person um, who had this amazing vision for Chicago. Unfortunately, you know, as you know, we did not win. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of what she stands for is really amazing and was a big honor for me to be part of that campaign. For the momentum that she was able to gain, you know, from a grassroots campaign, from having no yeah. money, was just amazing. Like, yep, absolutely. that was really cool to see that. How did you even get involved with that? Well, I mean, she, um, she, she, she's run for mayor twice. The first time was when we met. Okay. Um, and I'll never forget sitting in a Panera Bread. <laughs> and we just talked about it. I mean, she, she had heard about me from, from her pastor. Okay. Uh, we told her about this designer, you know, in Chicago. And we met up and she told me she was at that time running against Rami Manuel. And I said, well, you know, that's going to be David versus Goliath. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and that was really the beginning. I didn't get it. I mean, I wasn't paid at that, at that time because really she didn't have anything uh, at that point. Mm -hmm. Champion had nothing, right? Um, but the second time that she ran was a much bigger uh, campaign. And so I just naturally have worked with her since then. And okay. I just got plugged in again as creative director for, for the campaign. And okay. also it opened up the door for me to work with, you know, the likes of like Chance the Rapper and other inspirational guys, uh, figures in the city of Chicago. Very cool. So I, you know, again, perusing through your website was really like interested in a lot of your services because some of them I don't see as often um, with digital yeah. services. And then, so I'm looking at photography and video production. I would love for you to talk a little bit more about that and, you know, why you think it, it's helpful for entrepreneurs and business owners to take advantage of services like photography and video production for their business. Yeah, because I think, you know, uh, as you know, marketing is really um, a good part of marketing is is communicating. I think that's the essence of marketing is that you mm -hmm. want to be able to sell something. You want to be able to share that, hey, I have this offering or I have this um, amazing service that's going to help you in whatever way. Um, and people are very visual. And that makes you know photography and video production really critical if you're going to have a very successful marketing campaign. You know, So at, at Kingdom Branding, that's actually part of what we do because we help brands like we've helped brands build up like from the ground up like if mm -hmm. someone coming to us and saying i have absolutely nothing but an idea and a product that i want to sell and so we come in and we do uh, we have our photographer actually does like uh, 360 degree photography for products which is really cool mm -hmm. um and also um animated banners and things like that so our video production our video services isn't just um putting a person in front of a camera, but we also do whiteboard animations and okay. um, this new new thing called Lodis or Lodis. <laughs> it's like animated banners or, or animated vectors, mm -hmm. um, like GIFs that you can use on your website. They, they load pretty fast and they really make your website experience a lot better. Um, so yeah, so, huh. so I think it's really critical if you're going to, as an entrepreneur, if you're going to get out there, you need, you need, you need to have, uh, you need to have some, some part of your strategy involved in photography and, and video production for sure. Very interesting. So you just tapped a little bit about branding and I know in working with entrepreneurs, one area where entrepreneurs fall short is when it comes to like branding and consistent design and messaging so it seems like you know or based on what you're saying your company specializes in branding so can you talk about why you know clean and consistent branding throughout all of your business and marketing efforts is really important for entrepreneurs 
Oh man, that's consistency is key, uh, yeah. especially today. You know, um, the way that I the way that I see it is uh, just imagine that your brand is sitting at a huge dinner table mm-hmm. um, at an event, right, or at a party, and they're, you're trying to attract people, you're trying to get people to come over and have a conversation with you, and there are people that are engaged in like multiple conversations around this huge room, right, and there's so much noise, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out a creative way to engage people. Um, and so for me, I think being able to do that means consistent messaging. Um, number two, your brand voice or tone. Yeah, Cause right. you need to think about how you are presenting yourself. Uh, number three would be like the best platforms for engagement. Are you going to focus your strategy on Facebook or are you going to do Instagram or Twitter? Right. Uh, some companies try to do it all and you don't really need to do it all. If your audience is not on any of those other platforms. Agreed. And I think number four would be to track measure your data just to make sure you know what's working and what's Mm -hmm. not working but overall consistency you have to continue to put out consistent quality uh, messaging that's really good information especially that last point data i think that people really forget about the data they do the marketing and then they just walk away yep and they don't go back and review analytics and see what's working and cut you know what they need to cut or you know emphasize or do more of what is working so that's a really good point and you, you've worked with faith-based organizations, and some of those leaders I know are, you know, some authors. So can you talk a little bit about the work you've done with book publishing and marketing? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, right before 2017, um, 80% of my clients were faith-based. Um, now it's mm. changed drastically. Um, we're doing more corporates and, you know, in different fields, healthcare. Um, okay. Hospital. You know, it's, it's really a lot bigger now, but a lot of a lot of my Facebook based clients, a lot of them would send us their messages and we would transcribe that and then convert it into a book, okay. which is a lot of work, right? Because you have to not only transcribe it, but also write it in the in the tone, right, voice of the author. Um, and so we call it like we call it vanity publishing. It's still self publishing, but you do it under um, another company's imprint. So it mm-hmm. looks like you went through the traditional process of getting your book published. But a lot of authors do that nowadays because the traditional way doesn't really happen nowadays. You, have to, you, you would need to have a following. You would need to probably have a best-selling book already for them to even consider going through the traditional route of publishing. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's, but I, I would say that that, that is really you know, part of what we do, our team provides services such as like, we'll do editing for you. We would do, do your book covers, we would do your print layout. And we also do marketing campaigns for our authors. And, and Brittany, guess what? We recently had a successful virtual book launch. Oh, uh, tell me about of, it. First of its kind, because we haven't, I mean, previously we would help you do event management around your book launch. Right. But since the pandemic, right, we've had to kind of rethink how we're doing book right. launch. Right. And now we've gone virtual and we really had a, a very successful one um, recently. So how did that work? How do you do a virtual book launch? So one of the things that we did was that we acted like it was just a regular event in that we had guest speakers, mm-hmm. but a lot of these guest speakers pre-recorded their videos and we sent them guidelines to make every, to make the brand consistent. And so it felt very seamless. It felt like it was this huge live event even though you know in the back end it was really some of some some of some of it was live but some of it was also pre-recorded content but it really made made it this really seamless event 
And we also had a book launcher who was on there on the, on, on the stream, who was mm-hmm. able to provide information and people just literally scooped up the book. Um, we distributed it on Amazon and all oh, the wow. top Barnes and Noble, iBooks, name it. There are over 19, there's so many of them really, but we distribute to all of them. Um, as well as the, the hardcover version that people could buy on the website. Okay. Um, you know, and have those um, autographed. <laughs> so how did you do the work to get the audience to the virtual event? Yeah, so a lot of that is um, what we call targeted social ads. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah, we do a lot of organic as well, but mm-hmm. we, you know, and I think, you know, part of marketing is really figuring out who you're supposed to be talking to. A lot of times we just throw money into ads and we're not oh, really yeah. thinking about who should I be speaking to um, so that I'm getting, you know, the bang for my buck. Right. And so we targeted, you know, our messaging to her audience okay. and we were able to get the right people. And then we did like a countdown. We did email marketing, Instagram, all that stuff. It was, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's so interesting this time that we're in right now. You really have to be creative and think outside the box to really Absolutely. be able to reach yeah. people. Can you provide a few steps a person would need to take to launch a book and then at least one solid way to promote their book? Oh, absolutely. I, I think one of the things that I always tell, you know, entrepreneurs or our clients is that um, one, you need, you need a compelling message. And number two, you need to figure out a way to test it out on your immediate network. Okay. Um, if you're selling a book, I always say that your MVP, which is your minimum viable product, is the first three chapters of that book. If you can get five to 10 endorsements on the mm. first three chapters before you even print the book, um, you're onto something. If you can, if you, if you're also publishing, if you do um, a pre-order campaign, this is before you've even printed a copy of the book. Um, you set up a, a simple landing page, you slap on a sample chapter or two, and people start to order the book before it's ready, you're onto something. So now, mm-hmm. nowadays there are ways that you can take baby steps, measure, then realign strategy to whatever, you know, and then take two more steps and then measure, right? So you don't have to go all out. Nowadays, you have to continue to measure um, and test and make sure that whatever you're doing when it comes to marketing is actually working. And I'll say that maybe the three things that I would say um, that people need to think about, one would be credibility. Um, If it's a product, you want to... the first thing people want to know is if this is this credible right. and the way they'll check that is if there are reviews right so number two is making sure that you have community feedback mm. on your product so, and that's going to be through reviews you can ask for reviews there's absolutely nothing wrong with sending someone's free stuff to get you a free review right right and true. then <laughs> and then uh, i think the third thing would be people obviously i wouldn't say that we're selfish but we always think about what am i going to gain from your product, from your book, from, from this resource? Mm-hmm. What am I going to get from, from it? And so you want to make sure that you're answering those three questions as you create, you know, whatever ideas that you come up with, it needs to be answering those three questions. Gotcha. Once they actually launch, what's one solid way to promote their book? And I know this probably like differs from person or author to author because it really depends on their audience. It depends on, you know, the book they're promoting. But is there one tried and true way that really works for marketing your book? Absolutely. Sell it for 99 cents. Really? <laughs> now why is that? You. So um we we had a we had an author we actually did this uh, for um, so we did a, I think it was a two month campaign mm-hmm. and a nine ninety nine book was sold for 99 cents. 
and we sent out newsletters and all that stuff. And it was, you know, because it was also timed. So if you didn't get it within the time period, mm-hmm. you know, then you'd have to pay the full price. Um, and so giving people a low bar entry into okay. having a taste of your product is so important. I've seen people do that all the time. They'll, they'll create mm. a lead funnel that would charge you maybe 99 cents or $6.99 for a $99 product. But the idea around that is that <clears throat> they're trying to get you to get into their funnel and right. then upsell you. So Got it. Yeah. So that's one way that works. People want things cheap, but then once, especially if it's a new product, but if people like it, guess what? They'll tell someone about it. They'll right. post a review about it. You know, they'll give you a video feedback or something. You know, all that stuff helps you in your marketing. But the trick behind that is to have something else to sell them, right? So if you have nothing else to sell them, then that really doesn't work as much. But you need to have other things going on to be able to, like you said, upsell them after you've, you know, gotten them into that 99 cent product. That's really interesting. Absolutely. I've, I've also seen people have like a pay whatever you'd like type of system where it's like pay, you know, yeah. a, a dollar or five dollars, whatever you want type of system, which is interesting. Yeah. I think it's kind of along those same lines. So I know that you pride yourself on living a life of purpose and that's really important to you. And yeah. tell me how that impacts your business and, you know, why you think that maybe others should lead with purpose in their business too. I, I believe personally that, you know, purpose is a fundamental principle of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that people can't spend their entire lives searching for purpose and not find it. Um, but yeah. it's, for me, what brings fulfillment. And I think also that purpose is everything. So I personally teach purpose. I preach it. I, that's, I have a platform called purposeuniversity.com uh, that, you know, we're still building um, the back end. But just so you know, you know, that that's really what I'm, I feel called to help people discover okay. um, because it's really everything. Um, mm-hmm. Every single um, entity, business or person has a purpose. Yeah. Every product is created with a purpose. And so it's important to think about purpose. It's important to talk about purpose. And once you know your purpose, it helps you. It becomes a guiding light right. as you run your company. So mm-hmm. I have goals and every company should have goals, but a mission driven company um, is what I'm building, right? Because it is driven by purpose. Right. And so it's important for you to actually write that down, think about it, figure out what is, what is the purpose of my product? What is the purpose of my vision? And once you know that purpose, then that influences what your vision is, how you see yourself, what you see in the future. And then you can begin to, you know, run towards it in a sense. I think that purpose also is a great differentiator for a business. Yeah, you know, absolutely. like it, it really creates a story, which is yeah. nice. And people are drawn to stories more than they are to the thing or the product. That's correct. Yep. That's, That's true. awesome. So because <laughs> of the importance of purpose in your life, you create a new organization called Guide Culture. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. God Culture is a global creative network um, of Christian professionals who are passionate about using their gifts and talents to um, transform the world. Um, so it's member-based, and we are a group of transformational leaders. We connect. We believe in growing together, in collaborating to bring change in our world. We love giving, 
and we recently launched our online portal because of the pandemic. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's another blessing in the midst of everything that's happening. But we wanted to find a way to, you know, gather safely. And so now we're doing that virtually through our portal. And that allows you, it's like a, you know, it's like a Facebook, but it, it has discussion forums, you can share job opportunities, there's, you know, blogs, sermons, courses, and all kinds of cool stuff. But that's, that's really what led me to, to create God Culture, because I, I believe that um, our purpose here um, is, is, is love, right? And it's to spread love around the world. And doing that through an organization like this has really helped me connect with so many people, has helped people discover their purpose, has helped us, you know, write music and do all kinds of creative projects uh, that are making a difference today. I love that. And just to go back to kingdom branding just for a second. So just curious how, like you're a service-based business, how do you, like what, what type of marketing do you do to draw in clients or are you really referral-based? I would say that we were 100% um, referral-based uh, mm -hmm. and I liked it when I was working by myself. Okay. At that time, I didn't have the time to yeah. uh, market myself. I just, you know, as an entrepreneur, you you literally just put your life into it. Yep, I know um, how that goes. <laughs> yep, yep. You're the um, customer service director. You're the finance director. You do every single exactly. thing. You wear different hats. Um, but since we've you know started hiring, um, it's completely changed. And um, we do a little bit of everything in the sense, and the reason why I say that is because we have a strategy that we have in place. So we have some paid campaigns that's going on. We have organic social media. We have a really you know, amazing newsletter that we send out weekly that mm -hmm. people engage with. Our numbers are really good with engagement um, on our newsletters. Um, we do webinars. We recently did a webinar on, on um, social media. Um, okay. Mastering social media. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So those are the ways that we've, you know, we're building ourselves as a, as a company that's also really focused on growth. We also have a, an initiative called uxdevelopment.com, which mm -hmm. we are launching soon, but we're kind of building that quietly right now, which is another way that we're engaging more creatives across different parts of the world, really, um, huh. who are part of our network. So when we get projects, it's easy for us to just kind of get it done, really, with our community of, of, create, of creative. So, and, I, and I'll, say, I'll also say this, SEO. So we are heavily invested in that when people sure. search for brand agencies in Chicago or, you know, whatever it is, we, we, we have different phrases or keywords that we focus on and it's, we get calls all the time. It's amazing. That's very good information. I mean, very yeah. ba basic stuff, but really important stuff. I don't think a lot of people yep. think about SEO either and it's yep. really important. So how, how can people reach you? Drop your website and social media handles if you have them. Oh, thank you, Brittany. So yeah, for sure. You can go to our website, kingdombranding.com. And I have my personal website um, also, um, which is ratimikehinde.com. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm on IG. You know, we're, we're on IG. We're doing some cool stuff on there as well. And uh, what else? <laughs> we're on Facebook. We're on Facebook? all the social media platforms. Okay. And you can probably see them all on your website too, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. If you just go to kingdombranding.com, you can it's you can all there. to all the other um, things that we do. Okay, perfect. And I'll link to all of those um, oh, websites um, on, on, in the show notes of this um, episode. But Rotimi, thank you so much for being here. This has all been like great information. Oh, thank you, Brittany. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Marketing Channels Podcast. I hope you learned a great deal and have your list of to-dos for marketing your business. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the MKTG channel and subscribe to our newsletter for regular updates and marketing tips at themarketingchannel.co. Lastly, join the Marketing Channel's private Facebook group called The Marketing Mastermind with the Marketing Channel and network, find help, and discuss all things marketing for your business. Bye-bye.